I'm Kyle. I'm Doug. And we're the Casual Tutors. Yeah, coming to you from a vehicular momentum machine yes. today. Doug is driving, so... Kyle, I specifically requested that you get in your car so we could both be driving. We uh, could do, you know, we could do a marrow. Uh, I didn't do that. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. I but can tell by your dulcet tones. We also did the intro normal this time, so uh, Matt can be happy. He can be. Uh, you know, he's just, uh, as far as I understand, he's out doing dad stuff, um, which should also make you happy. So, in general, I think what we're finding out is that... Uh, Matt is happy because he's not doing the podcast. And also, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, we're just not happy. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. It's just, just uh, stating the facts as I see them. (laughs) No, no, no. Doug and I are fine. Don't look into that. (laughs) Uh, Kyle, what are we talking about today? You know, I was thinking, I, uh, I sat down and I was looking at my commander decks, uh, you know, the magic, the gathering variety commander decks. And I said, (laughs) I don't know (laughs) all my other commander decks. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Where where you're just in command of the, uh, the, the spades and hearts table. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but basically, so I was sitting down and I was looking at it and I went, I, I haven't, I haven't looked at these in a long time. Um, you know, and Ixalan's coming out. I've got a Dino deck. Seems like the appropriate time, at least for that. And so I started going through to upgrade a lot of my decks. And it made me realize how often does a person upgrade their decks? Do they even bother? Do they just build new decks, rip the old decks apart? Do they, you know, do that every six months? Do they, you know, what, what, what's kind of the, the formula here? And so I wanted to Kind of see what your thoughts on that were, Doug, and then kind of go over my own. So I don't think I'm the norm on this. I hear a lot about people like ripping decks apart, and I'm I'm a I'm a commander deck hoarder. I do not rip decks apart. I, I got my entire collection stolen, and was lucky enough to get an insurance claim on it. And the very very first thing I did was literally rebuild all the same commander decks because I'm that attached to them. So I, I'm not a good responsible person when it comes to that. Uh, as far as updates, though, I think I do have a pretty good system that I do. Because I write for EDHREC, I end up doing set reviews every once in a while. Uh, and as part of that, I kind of look at the other people's set reviews to come out when a new set comes out as well. And what I will do is I will go through those set reviews and then also review the entire set myself to prep for them. And as I'm doing that, I will go through on TCG Player and just add to cart and then save for later. And then about once every six months, I'll go through that save for later list and say, do I still want this in this deck? Uh, yes or no. And is it worth the amount of money that I'm paying? Because most of the decks, most of the cards you're adding, they're like under a dollar. Um, and then for the other ones, I just kind of wait for them to go down. Because if you do them in uh, pre-release times, everything is like $30 and you know it's going to go down to five or 10 later. Uh, and, and only you can really tell, hey, is this card worth five or $10, etc. So. That's my personal process as I go through and update my decks. I'd say I do that about once every six months, and then I'll kind of pull the trigger on buying singles from TCG Player and get them in my decks. Nice. That I mean, that makes sense. That seems to be a, like a very logical way to approach it. Mine's a little interesting because I do, I do uh, all of those things. I do everything we listed. I have like one pet deck that I've had. It was the first commander deck I ever built. I still have it. It's eight and a half tails. And, yeah. and then I have 
a couple of decks that um, I take apart, but I, I use Architect and I have put them back together three or four times because I miss them. So Aww. that that happens every once in a while. And then I do have the you know occasional new deck, a, a set reaches out to me. We've been getting a lot of, I don't know what you'd call them, legendary sets, I guess, where they're like, here, have so many legendary creatures. Lord of the Rings, for example, I built two decks from that one. Yeah. And then there's also times where like, like Ixalan coming out, for example, where I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe it's time to rebuild Beckett Brass. You know, maybe pirates are in. Um, I kind of did that with my Gishath deck, which is funny because I built that back in March and it was not any Ixalan things that made me build it. What it was, was Wizards of the Coast said, what if this elder dinosaur was Phyrexian. <laughs> and I went, all right, I'll build dinosaurs. Yes. I mean, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so there are kind of things like that where I've got the idea, I want to build the deck, but I'm like, you know, is, is the either support for the deck? Is it there? Or, you know, this is an idea. It went in one ear out the other and then wizards print something. And I go, aha, I remember this. Yeah. In the meantime, I would say that in between ripping decks apart, building new decks, I probably keep, you know, I don't know, 10 or 11 decks at any time over the course of six months. And so I do, if I'm not trying to, if I'm not going to rip them apart, I do try and do like a six month thing where uh, either I will see what I've cracked, see what I have, kind of look through it upgrade the decks that I want to keep go, you know, do I want to keep this? When was the last time I really played this and do exactly what you said. Uh, I, in fact, already went through Gashath, picked out all the dinosaur cards that I want from caverns of Ixalan, put them in a TCG cart. And I went, okay, now we wait. Yeah, precisely. Like don't just wait for the stuff to go down. So you brought up architect. Uh, I, because I write articles, I do, uh, I do use Architect, and I, on average, am making about a deck a week. Uh, it's not every article that I make a deck, but even even when I'm not doing articles, I'll, I'll make some, or I'll make two just to try out two different ideas. Like right now, I'm writing about Tetson, the uh, the dual-faced artifact gnome commander uh, that cares about that, and I made like a nice, cool version of him that is for casual tables, and then I was like, but this guy could be pretty powerful, and I made like an ultra-powered uh, almost t near CDH version of him as well. And both those are up on my architect right now. Uh, P.S. My architect is at Dougie nerd, just like all the rest of my stuff. Uh, feel free to poke in there and see what's around. But uh, yeah, like I, I use that heavily. What I don't do is actually build most of those decks. Uh, I build a lot of them in, in virtual and I goldfish them a lot. Uh, and, but I don't really build many of those in paper. It's a pretty rare thing for me just because, it's expensive, first of all. And second of all, I'm a, I am a deck hoarder. And like you said, I, I'm trying to keep it in like a carryable amount of decks. So if I build too many, I'm going to have some just, you know, rotten in a cabinet, which is what I'm trying to avoid. Oh, for sure. No, I, I feel the same way. Um, I do have, uh, unfortunately, I do have some rotting in the cabinet decks. Uh, my, I, call I do it, too. I call it my Optipotamus deck. It's my Optimus Prime vehicles it's basically just transformers it's just all the transformers cards uh and i so built you it. should look into you should look into tetson then because tetson is a is actually a secret transformers commander 
Ah, I'll have to check them out. I I literally just built this because I was like, Transformers are cool. I was like, robots. And now I'm like, well, now it's like, it's got a gimmick. Like, that's the other nice thing, though, is because it has a gimmick, I'm like, uh, do I really need these cards anywhere else? Well, probably not, but that's the kind of deck I'm trying to build all the time is, is something that's going to let me play unique cards. Right. I'm just saying is, is that's, just, that's the nice thing about building the gimmick deck is, one, I'm probably not going to, like, rip it apart to get the cards. Two, the deck's like, it's like a hundred dollar deck, which is awesome. Anytime you see oh, yeah. see a deck around that cost, you know, and I I, I like it. I like those kind of decks. Oh. Yeah, I mean, pretty much all all my decks start that way. I try and build everything initially, at least, unless it's a high powered deck. I try and build it on a budget, and I try and build it without the vegetables. Essentially, I want an initial version of the deck to be just the stuff that is that deck, and. To do that, I will ignore a lot of things like your staple ramp, your removal, your card draw, those kind of things. Anything that's not like what the deck wants to be, because that stuff will naturally come into the deck over time anyway. And I originally, when I originally build it, I just want to see if I like the actual idea of the deck. Like, this is the thing this deck does or this thing cares about. And the rest of it, yeah, I'm going to lose some games because I don't have good instant speed removal or what have you, but I'd rather lose those games and find out if I like the deck before, you know, really going crazy with it, if that makes sense. Sure. Sure. And I have uh, kind of a similar thing, uh, kind of a caveat to my uh, six month rule where I'll do the same thing. You know, I'll build the deck, I'll play test it. I'll kind of decide if it's a deck I want. And then I'll probably, uh, I, I, I don't even want to say upgrade it, but finish building it like two or three more times after that initial play test, if I actually want to keep the deck, if that makes sense. For sure. Yeah, no, I think that that definitely makes sense. Yeah, it's it's hard to call yeah. it a, I don't want to call it a, an upgrade because it's almost like the deck is still in the forming process. Yeah, and that's that's something that I, so I don't, I build decks on Architect routinely, and then people ask me about those decks after I built them in paper, and I'll be like, oh, the list I have is three years old because I don't really ever go back and update that virtual list. I like to make that initial version in virtual and then I'll goldfish it and revamp it and revamp it. And I'll probably do that three times before I actually say, okay, I want this deck in paper. And then once it's in paper, it never hits online ever again. It's just, I'm going to order stuff off TCG player. And half the time the stuff I order off TCG player, and this is a shameful thing, I don't even put it in the deck. I'll sit there and actually sit there in paper and try and make the cuts. And I'll be like, well, maybe this card wasn't worth it after all. And it'll never end up going in the deck and it'll just go straight into my bulk, which is a terrible, terrible thing. Uh, but I don't really know of a different way to do it, to be honest. And, and to be honest, Doug, I, I think it's totally normal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little insight into my TCG player cart right now uh, for Gishath. This is just for Gishath. And I'm guessing, yeah, they've moved a bunch of this stuff into save for later, right? Cause I need to find it again. But I think the total, the total number was 24 cards that were in there. 24 cards aren't going into the deck. <laughs> like it's just not going to no, happen. Absolutely not. But yeah. when you're talking like, when I'm looking at like, Oh, I'll pick up a copy of is Quint first of firstborn of Gishath. It's only 40 cents. You know what I mean? Sure. And so it's yeah. like, and I have the, I, I have that exact same mentality twofold one is 
If it goes in the deck, awesome. If it doesn't go in the deck, then it was at least a card that was good enough to consider in a deck. So it's either going to be 40 cents or it's going to go up over time. So I don't really care. It's just going to sit in my bulk and maybe it'll end up in a later deck or maybe it will be something that I can sell for money one day. Either way. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, here's the thing too is, is honestly, even if it doesn't, right, even if I've got 20 cards worth $10 total, I've spent $10 on worse things than that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, it, it's one of those things. It's like, it's like, okay, it's a lot easier for me when the cards are sitting in front of me to make that decision. So let me just get them in front of me and then I'll make that decision. Um, as for, no, absolutely agree. as for what you said about the online thing though, I, again, kind of do a similar thing. I'll do three or four different cuts, upgrades, fixing it, revamping the deck. But once I have a solid platform, I'm like, okay, this is the deck. I'm not going to touch it for a while. Then I do update it in Architect because again, I have over the course of multiple different decks, taken them apart and then ended up rebuilding them. So I like to have that digital copy. Uh, speaking of that, my Architect is at Urtu Azazel, which if you've ever gamed with me, you know yeah, how to I can spell. spell that. If you have never gamed with me, you'll never know how to spell that, and that's fine. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I can uh, tag our Archidex in the show notes. I don't know how to do that. Maybe I can do that. I mean, you just put at and then the name of your Archidex, and then put the word Archidex in front of it. I think people will figure it out. I really do. We have smart listeners. Okay. All right. I believe you. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's pretty much my process. I would say when I build new decks, I do not order them to, through TCG Player. We're not sponsored by any of these things, so uh, I, I don't know why we, we like or hold into them, although I do really like Architect and TCG Player. But when I order new decks, I actually do them through Card Kingdom. I generally pay like $10 more, but they will deliver the whole thing in one package, and I prefer that. So, but as far as upgrades, though, like that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, keep an eye on cards. Put them in a place where you don't have to buy them immediately so they can either go down in price or you can decide hey i don't actually need that um and then pull the trigger and maybe they go on the deck maybe they don't doug i spent far too much time with you uh while i was in my magic infancy and um mm. have realized that i've just taken all of your habits with magic because i do the exact same thing i when i buy new decks i go through card kingdom so that they're all together and when i do upgrades i go through tcg player so it's cheaper <laughs> You know, Kyle, there's a, there's a lot of people that talk about, like, players that have been in it for a while, and they're very established. Uh, I think that both of you and I would qualify for that. I don't think it's so much that you picked up habits from me. I think that most people probably have consumer advice one way or the other, and we've just listened to a lot of those people. <laughs> yeah, that is probably true. Yep. Also, you want to know the trick to uh, upgrading your decks well? What's that? Get luckier. Get better at pulling cards. Get better at pulling cards. Easy. So you're a you're a boost you're you're a you're a pack guy. You you buy packs, don't you? Uh no, I just I draft and play sealed a lot. Yeah. See, and I I wish I was still doing that. It's hard enough to find time for commander, and it's I'm, my uh, my LGS at this point really struggles to get draft going. And the last three or four times I've been to pre-release, I've been. I've forced aggro because otherwise I would just go to time every time because there's new people at pre-releases. No offense to new people. You're doing your best, and I'm, I try and be kind about it, but I, I really get sick of going to time in a sealed. 
So I've actually kind of given up Commander to, to do more limited. Uh, just recently, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say that. I've also just been super busy with work and stuff like that. But um, sure. I will say that I do agree with you. I, I hate going to time. That sucks. I've, we, we've, we've had quite the influx. It, it's very strange. Our, our like regular play group here, Doug, I think me, Chris, and Carl, and Colton are the only ones left. Yeah. Yeah. There, and there's, I mean, we had uh, 15 people at pre-release, which isn't crazy, but considering only four of them were like the original people that we started playing with. I mean, I guess it happens, sure. but still, that's that's pretty crazy in my mind. But uh, I will say that I tried to build the most ridiculous jank for Ixalan pre-release, and it was me. I was the problem going to time every round. <laughs> you know, that happens too. Uh, I, I, I will say that half of that is that sometimes I can't resist being the, uh, the Azorius flyers with big butts build, uh, I, I, or the green-blue flyers with big butts build. I, I love both of those decks, so... That's I built Azorius Gnomes, and it was, I don't think I have a winning strategy, but I'm certainly not going to lose to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, unfortunately, that's still well, put me in like seven. We've worked away from updating uh, Commander decks into talking about our, our pre-release sealed builds, so I think we might have hit the end of this one. Yeah, it was a nice short and easy. Before yeah. we go, speaking of upgrades, what did you think of my four-color Aragorn deck? I liked it. Uh, it, it. I liked that you stuck to the theme. A lot. Of, I've seen a lot of like good stuff builds of Aragorn, and you very much stayed away from that. You were, you were very much more so like, no, this is a Lord of the Rings thing uh, in there, and and I, I thought that that was a good take on it. While it still had an emphasis on multicolor stuff, so you get multiple triggers off of Aragorn, which is really what that deck wants to do. Right, and even honestly, even sticking to a root Lord of the Rings theme. It's not bad by any means. Oh, I I didn't I didn't get to play against it, but I I did at least get take a look at the deck list, and it it looked like it would get there pretty quick. Yeah, a Aragorn's pretty mean, but that's this is one of the ones where I'm always kind of hesitant to build because I'm like I'm gonna see that across the table at some point. Yeah, but yeah, sweet. I just wanted to wanted to end on a a little Doug advice note. I mean, you already asked for my advice, and I said, it looks like you've done a good job here, which is terrible advice, honestly. Yeah, but all of our listeners didn't hear you say it. Uh, of course they didn't. I, I said it over a text. So, <laughs> yeah. Although... I'm not going to speech to text my stuff. You would have seen it if you were in our Discord and looking through the deck reviews. We're trying our best to be more active in there, and I think as I do do my upgrades, I said do-do, uh, as I do my upgrades, I will post them in there to uh, get Doug's opinion and anyone else who wants to throw their two cents in. You're going to do your duty? I'm going to do your, my your, your, duty. Your diligence? Yes. That was the other thing I was going to say is uh, if you have a different way of upgrading your decks that doesn't involve buying a lot of cards that you're probably not going to use, throw it up on our Discord. We'd, we'd love to see if you have ideas about how we can improve our process or if you have a better process. I think that I'm Doug. I'm pretty sure I'm Kyle. And we're the casual tutors. Just us. Thanks yeah, for listening. Just us. <laughs>